Welcome to episode 7 of the Property Mom podcast. I'm Dolapo, I'm a wife and mother of two wonderful kids who are four and two, and I'm what you'd call a serial property entrepreneur. And if you're joining us for the first time, thanks so much for listening to this, and my hope is that you learn something new every time you listen. As I've juggled the past few years between raising a family, property investing, development, refurbs, rent to rent, and educating, so my love for property runs really deep. This podcast is for anyone looking to get into property, build a portfolio of owned or managed properties and build long-term wealth, whether as a side business or if you eventually want to quit your job and run your own full-time business. You're definitely in the right place. Here you'll find discussions, ideas, strategies for UK property investing, and I'll be inviting guests as well to share their own everyday experiences and to educate us. So last week, I had mentioned I would be discussing how to identify your goldmine area in property, and I had actually recorded it. However, in light of the current environment, I thought it better to discuss how to survive hard times in property. And believe me, if you are going down this journey, there are hard times as we've experienced even with COVID-19. So, you know, life happens in hills and valleys, peaks and troughs. So it's one that you just need to brace yourself up if you're going to be in business to manage these challenges. Now, this podcast change was driven by a recent letter that was sent out by Airbnb CEO Brian Chesky. And it's somebody that I've always looked at with admiration in how he was able to go from literally zero to building this multi-billion dollar company based off of, you know, existing uh, strategies that had been employed by other companies, but somehow he just came as a disruptor and is one of those kind of unicorn companies. And it's just simply, it was simply one of the most heartbreaking letters you would read from a CEO. It's effectively him breaking the inevitable news that Airbnb would need to lay off 25% of its workforce and how they would try and compensate and as best as they could. But ultimately, their forecast for the future was bleak. They could only try and salvage the company by affecting some of its drastic cost cutting measures. And actually, in the In the letter, he states, we are collectively living through the most harrowing crisis of our lifetime. And as it begins to unfold, global travel came to a standstill. Airbnb's business has been hit hard, with revenues this year forecasted to be less than half of what was earned in 2019. So this hits home hard. As I could see on a macro scale, what we have been experiencing in our own individual businesses. You see, short-term rentals or service accommodation property strategy is easily one of the most hard-hit strategies with the COVID-19. In the years leading up to this Black Swan event, the property strategy was easily one of the most lucrative and was anticipated to increase significantly in 2020. In, in a recent webinar, I described how This thriving and hugely successful strategy came to a grinding halt with the impact of the lockdown and restricted travel. Thankfully, for people that had the multiple streams of income, it would have been just one of the strategies, but it still was greatly impacted. You know, it still greatly impacted my own business. It's one of those things where you couldn't have really forecasted, you couldn't have foreseen it, you know, even as Brian Chesky mentioned. The only silver lining in all of this is that with the 
easing of the lockdown announced, you know, with that somewhat confusing speech by our prime minister, I've received an uptick in the number of requests. So it means that the bit, the, the market is turning around slowly and might not be as devastating as we originally forecasted. So let's just watch this space as to how the easing of the lockdown goes. And we're hopeful that, you know, the market will pick up and that there won't be, you know, this sort of second, uh, second reinfection of the coronavirus. Different strategies within property took took a hit. So with the buy to let, some um, some landlords, including myself, had a few of our tenants reach out to us to say they were impacted because they've lost their jobs or they were self-employed. So you know you come up with different. You know, as a human being, you you need to appreciate that everyone has their circumstances. No doubt there will be casualties. There will be some people that would have been greatly impacted, and they would have returned the keys to their properties or just kind of walked away from the entire strategy. So for those who can stay the course and really weather the storm, there will be um, that reward at the end of the tunnel because short-term rentals will become an even increasing, in my own opinion, will become an even increasingly demanded strategy only because most people would prefer it to stay in a hotel where there is more um, of a chance of you interacting with other people. With a short-term rental, you just walk straight into your property, you know, and you are in your own self-contained quarters. So in a sense, I think that the strategy will pick up. And even if we can't travel globally, like travel by air, you know, we are still in Europe before Brexit hits and we will still be able to get um, quite a lot of European travel as well. So, you know, let's watch the space and let's see how that goes. But the whole point of this podcast is actually to talk about getting through difficult times in property, as we know, in no doubt will occur, whether on an individual level or on a macro level. And the first point for me in dealing with difficult times is, of course, with the initial news, there's that blow and there's that, you know, almost recoil from the impact. But, you know, it's really about letting it out. So for me, number one point is to let it out. Let the stress and the tension that you're dealing with, just let it out because it's a difficult time. It's it's probably, you never know how long that period is going to be for. And it's just really making sure that you have the outlet you know, a difficult time can sometimes be unimaginable. You're just there, imagine just holding on and trying to get the pieces together. But internally, you're already in a bit of a shock dealing with it and making sure you let the pressure and the steam off. It's also good to, at those times, put things in perspectives. Imagine those who have experienced even worse and just put yourself in their position and let it be something that puts things in perspective because sometimes when you are going through something you are not really thinking outside of yourself you're really just in that moment but it's really to think about how you can overcome it and build up that inner resilience so spend time you know do do, do the morning you know i know sometimes there's that pressure to overcome things quickly but no go through that period if you believe in prayers do that as well and just be in that sort of introspective So letting it out is the outlet you need to deal with where you are and get ready for the next move. And which brings me to number two. The reason why you're letting that steam out and you're um, letting all of that emotion and difficulty and you're, 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 you're in that place is not just to stay in that place or wallow in that place. 
is that you are fortifying yourself for the uphill ride. Imagine you've just received bad news, you're dealing with it, you're in the valley, and pretty much the only way is up from here on out. So when you're in that place where you're internally strengthening yourself to deal with whatever shock or difficulty, really it's two phases, dealing with what you're going through then and, you know, at that point, but it's also preparing yourself because you need to pick yourself up and start to do the necessary. So it's really, you know, the hard work is going to be in building back some of the broken pieces and it's really strengthening yourself on those down days and making sure that you have enough to tide you through the next phase. And really understanding that life happens in hills and valleys um, and appreciate what that season actually represents. You know, as you calculate your losses and take stock, you build and fortify against anything like this reoccurring. So in my business, I've understood that there are some, my business has some weak areas that need to be built up, that need focus so that I can build myself up against anything like this happening in the future. So it's really about you taking stock, ensuring that you've plugged all the holes and created your plan B, C, and D scenarios so that if anything like this happens again, then you're in a better place to react. In the valley when we're under pressure, that's where our brain receptacles are really on fire because in a sense, we're functioning at survival mode. And really, if you think about it, a lot of good ideas will come out of that scenario if you really allow yourself to work in that situation. During the good times, you're really on autopilot. You know, things are working. You're going about doing your daily business. But when, you know, something something shocking happens, you really need to take stock and it makes you reevaluate your life, your business and everything that you stood for up till then. So it does, whilst it might sound terrible, it does, it is the place where one can really set up themselves for a future. So it's time to reflect and to build up from where you are. And then moving on to number three, it's reevaluating, you know, we are talking in a business context. So it's reevaluating the streams of income that you have presently you know, and ensuring that you have the multiple streams of income and you're not just reliant. Sometimes you come out of a job which has that single income risk and you move into a business that also has a single income risk. In a book I'd read um, called 24 Assets, which I always refer to, he talks about product clusters where your business has the brick and mortar side of it, but it also has a digital aspect to it. It also has different digital assets that can support your business. So if you weren't in that space previously, I'm sure you've realized the impact of what COVID-19 means for businesses and you are beginning to look into ensuring that you have other products and other assets that complement your business. Understanding the new trends in business, like getting your portion of your business digital, is now crucial for the future success of your business. And then coming to number four, it's understanding the power of communication with other people, both inside your business and outside your business, inside your industry and outside your industry. You know, encourage and reach out to other people. They are also dealing with their own issues. And guess what? They're thinking and trying to create new opportunities. So I've found in this season is that when I'm speaking to other business owners, 
that they are constantly on that survival mode trying to figure out how to make things happen. And you get some amazing ideas that way. Now, another thing is that it also puts things in context. So granted, income was greatly impacted by the strategy, some of the strategies that I employed. But when I spoke to somebody who has employed a different strategy and she explained some of the unique challenges in that business, then I had to appreciate my scenario because her business had to deal with dealing with um, tenants being completely homeless and, you know, them not having anywhere to stay and the real life impact of her having to rehouse people was really scary. So, you know, yeah, loss of income or, you know, potentially losing a property, it is quite impactful. But, you know, putting somebody out and having, you know, having to deal with somebody being homeless, that is a second level of, you know, that's a different level. So it's really understanding that no matter what you're facing, somebody else is facing it more difficult. But, you know, we're not even talking about people who's, who've lost loved ones. You know, that is a whole new level of devastation. So really, it's to reach out to other people and don't just think about what scenario you're facing and see how you can actually um, help others or just bounce ideas off of people. And then number five, once you're out of that mode, you know, you get into the second point where you now start to you're now fired you know you've been hit you're down but you know you're picking up yourself it's now time to find a temporary solution quick so with every scenario there's always something that can be done to mitigate against the short-term losses so you know once your wounds are licked you've taken stock of the losses then you take action your brain at this point is on recovery mode survival mode so trust your instincts i'll give an example there was a lady i spoke to who mentioned that on one of those days, she had a number of properties that were empty and she um, she woke up and a name came to her mind. This person happened to be a, a former agent that she had worked with and she called him later on that day and the minute she called him, he said, oh, I've been looking for property. I actually have some people that I need to rehouse. So he very quickly took on one of her properties and already has a, a tenant lined up. So just trusting your instinct and moving quick it's very important to try and it helps you to even come out of whatever scenario you're in once you start to pick up the little successes. So you can imagine in her case how happy she would have felt after being able to at least get one of the properties off her books where she doesn't have to think about it, you know, losing money on that property. So coming up with alternatives quickly, working out what your plan C and plan D is, because by this point, plan A and plan B are out of the window. And it's about you just getting yourself out of the situation and mitigating against future losses. And if, and if, if, if you have to wrap up the business as a casualty of this war against COVID-19 or even any other difficult challenge in business, then embrace the fact that life happens in cycles. It was good for that season. You reap the benefits of that season and you can always come back in the future as long as you have life. Because, and I have to end on this note, as long as there is life, there is indeed hope. So on my next episode, I'll be returning the podcast to the original line, which I had said was going to be about finding your goldmine area. And um, then after that, I have a great uh, guest lined up. So I will be giving more context about her on my next podcast 
So don't forget to subscribe to receive uh, notifications of future podcasts, as well as my blogs, which I also post. Until then, I wish you all the best as you embark or scale up in building your own successful property portfolio.